We've been married for 10 years, but to be honest, our first couple of years were kind of rough. I mean, we barely made it through the honeymoon. These days, everyone wants to reach relationship goals, but very few people really know what it takes. We've passed the 10-year milestone in our marriage, but we're still learning. So whether you're thinking about getting married, engaged to be married, or happily or unhappily married, we want to invite you into our conversation to hear what we've learned in our journey and how we keep love in the middle. Hey, 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 hey. Welcome to episode six of Love in the Middle, our beautiful podcast that we have been rocking and rolling. And this is a conversation about relationships, dating, marriage, and everything in between. I thought that before you said that. I'm like, are you going to say everything in between? That's our, that's our little tagline. Is it? Yeah, have yeah. I just get, missed get that? Get used to hearing the baby. All right. Yes. I'm Laban Reeves. Charity Reeves. And we are married for... A little over 11 years. We're going on 12 years. I was just thinking about that for the first time, that we are going on 12 years You know, I had a April. Con- I had a conversation with my sister today, and I said, we are going to St. John. That is happening. Okay. We're going to have our honeymoon redo. Like, that's that. happening. So we're four months away from yes. our 12, month, 12 year. Not 12 months. Like, that would be really bad. <laughs> like, if we're here talking about love in the middle, <laughs> trying to give people advice, and we've only been 12 months. <laughs> That would be really, really bad. That would be messed up. That would be really terrible. What you talking about? <laughs> I would be like, don't listen to our podcast. But no, we've been <laughs> we've been in this for over a decade. And, hey. and man, I mean, we've been through it all. We got some topics that are coming up uh, where we'll talk about selfishness. I think selfishness is the root of the demise of every relationship. <laughs> Marriage, dating, friends, uh, enemies, like whatever relationship parents. you have, parents. <laughs> selfishness is the demise of it all. We're going to have a whole episode about selfishness. We're going to talk about mommy issues, daddy issues. We're going to talk about pornography in the wedding bed. We're going to talk Mm. about blending. I know there's a lot of people out there that are listening who have kids. Yeah. And we, listen, that's our story. Absolutely. That is. We definitely have some do's and don'ts with that. I mean, we both got married as single parents. Yeah. And so we can share for days, (laughs) for days. We know what we, listen. We know what we're talking about. We could do individual episodes about baby mama drama. (laughs) We can do absentee parent episode. We could do adopting. Court appearances. Man, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Getting served papers. Listen, we got, we got, I'm telling you. Yeah, but we can, you know, there's a lot we can talk about. Here we, oh, we also want to talk about high value and low value. Oh, that's like the new thing. That's like the new thing. Oh, man, that is, uh, I can't wait to talk about that one. High value man, high value woman. Yo, you're you're average at best. (laughs) (laughs) That's where it all started. Listen, if you know what I'm talking about, just just Google search high value, you're average at best. You'll totally understand. That's where I think for a lot of the conversation around high value men and low value women, and you don't hear high value best. women and low value men too much. Yeah. But we're gonna t- we're gonna do a whole episode about high value and what our thoughts on that and how that impacts relationships and having a relationship that leads to a sustainable marriage. Oh man, I can't wait for that one. I can't wait for that. But I I have to say just disclaimer: stop listening to those things. Stop, stop it. Stop. Don't listen to that. Listen. Don't this mess. Listen. If you're trying to be don't go into it. We're just going to say no. listen to those. <laughs> You're right. All right. Let's pause. Don't listen to those. Just look out for Turn the episode off. coming 
soon coming to your podcast soon if you but see high value anything just turn it off just <laughs> turn it off i uh, love that i love that so what are we talking about today oh uh, we are talking about um relationship survival relationship survival guide that yes, is our topic survival for today and listen this is really a covid thing the thing that we, we we started really pondering because of covid uh we're really just you know thinking about man like it's almost a year now like we've mm. been in the pandemic uh, since March and we're actually recording this is right after Christmas is December. Mm. So for about nine or so months, we've been in the pandemic. And we're in New York. So and we're in New York. We've City. been in the pandemic. <laughs> Listen, anywhere else in the world, you can walk out of your front door and be like in your front yard and or be in your and backyard. Take a breath of fresh air without you a gotta, mask. Listen, we got to walk out of our front door, go down the hallway, go down the elevator Go through the lobby. <laughs> then you go outside and get a breath of fresh air. If somebody ain't standing out there smoking. <laughs> That's so true. You got to hold your breath. Like. You get what I'm saying? So listen, it, when we talk about surviving the pandemic. We know. And a relationship survivor got, we, listen, we got experience. Like, you know, like it, we're in New York City. This is the this is the place of, of, of real estate uh, exploitation. <laughs> Meaning, you know, we have a three bedroom apartment. But it really is a two-bedroom apartment that yep. they cut up to make an extra room. Like so messed up. It's so messed up. It's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even right. And people here pay high dollar for that kind of messed up exploitation. And so, but when we talk about like being in a pandemic, listen, we with, we with are three kids. We are seriously quarantined <laughs> with three with kids. three kids. So, so we know what we're talking about. So we got, yeah, we got a lot, lot to share. But these, these, these topics, these items, these, um, this advice that we're going to give today, uh, it's not limited and it's not exclusive to the pandemic, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Like I think everything that we're we're going to be talking about, I think when we first started talking about just kind of brainstorming this, we looked and was like, wait a minute, this is not just for a pandemic. This is just relationships period this is a relationship survival guide uh, we came up with um five things that are super important um to that you give me a look what's that she's like five things <laughs> i hate the listing i think the listing is just like i, I like i like know. the listing it helps you keep it helps me keep my mind focused so that, well, you gotta tell the audience it's five that's fine where he said <laughs> she said there are probably some women that's like yeah how long this gonna be five all right i'm at number three and some dudes is like this is good like yeah what number you on i don't even know what this is good i don't know <laughs> i just made that up but i like i like order all right, listen, we'll, we'll give it order. So it's going to be five things. Can we say that? Yeah. It no. could be more. We there, might go it more. It can be more. Listen, sometimes like, we talk and things will come out. But we do, we have, we have, uh, we do want to share five critical things, yes. right? And so you want to go ahead and jump into it? Nah, you go and jump into it because you already, so, already messed up. I already messed up by giving the list, so my bad. <laughs> <laughs> just, just full disclaimer, before the episode, we talk about let's not put a number on it. Let's not, let's not. I forgot. Let's not do that. <laughs> I forgot. And I so, kind of didn't forget, but I did forget. So when I started saying it, I'm like, oh, snap, you weren't supposed to put it. And I'm like, oh, well. <laughs> Too late. Okay. Too late. Yo, you, I think I, I, I love doing these um, doing these podcasts with you. This, these episode, no, podcasts? Yeah. Episodes. These episodes with you because I, I, don't know about, I don't know about you, but I feel like they actually help us. When, what does it help us with? What do you what do you feel we're getting out of I this? think so um because before we even started this, we we're like, okay, so this is what we're gonna talk about. And then 
we had like a conversation for like a whole hour before we even started talking because there were some things that we started talking about and getting off of our chest that we hadn't been communicating. And so I think, since I said you start, but I think like one of those things, communication is something we're gonna talk about. And we have not really been communicating that well during the pandemic, um, during this time. It's, so number one. So number one. If you're taking just, notes. <laughs> yeah. So number one, then let's say communication. And I, I think I know I said you you start and just say it, but having the conversation before we started recording made us realize that there were some things that you had on your chest, I had on my chest that we were actually avoiding talking about. I mean, I was avoiding talking about because I didn't want to get into it. You know, I want to avoid drama, avoid argument, avoid those things. And so I'm an avoidance kind of person where it comes to communication until I just, then I explode because I can't avoid it no more. Then it just spills out. Which is worse than anything. <laughs> like that's like the worst thing that you could possibly do is not say anything and then explode. Now if, you, to your if, if you're not going to explode in the long run, then you can avoid all you want to. <laughs> but if there's going to be an explosion at the end of it, I would rather it just kind of seep out like a, like a, you know, like, like, a, a balloon. like a balloon with a hole in it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like, you know, or air bed that just kind of has like a, a slow leak. You know, so you just wake up and it's just, it's not as full as you were laying on it earlier. But come on, let's be fair. Like, we've both been kind of walking on eggshells because even as I started talking about it, you started talking about some things that you were, really weren't talking about either, you know? Well, yeah, you know, and I think that's so, fair. Yes. I think that's fair. Like, come we on. Both, we both walk on eggshells. And I think one of the things that being in a relationship uh, long term and being in a relationship that is able to be sustainable, you have to figure out communication. And I think we will do like a whole separate, ep- <laughs> educate, a, separate a whole separate uh, episode on communication. We and, might want to bring in somebody that's been married for 20 years to help us, guide us through that because we still struggle with communication well, even after 12 years. I think even at, after 20 years, I think 20-year <laughs> married people are going to still struggle with communication. Communication is a hard thing. I think it's an ongoing, mm. it is, it's an ongoing evolution. Absolutely. And it's different in different seasons. So when we first got married, the things that we could get away with and how we communicated in year one is different from year to year two, which is probably different to year three, four, and five. And then probably year seven, you know what I'm saying? Different milestones as we evolve. A a new kid comes into the picture. We have a new child and it shifts how we have to communicate with that. We have to relearn. Because I think one of the, the big obstacles you have to kind of navigate in a community the battle for healthy communication one of the big obstacles is understanding the other person understanding Mm. what are their touch points understanding whether they're pressure points understanding you know what are the things they respond to what are the things they don't respond to well you know what i mean Mm. And, and how they like to be you know communicated with and i think the more you understand that then the better you're able to communicate and so um, so relationship survival, I think, at the at the forefront of it all, is you gotta figure out communication. But understand that it's not an overnight success. Yeah, it's, I, I agree with you. It's not necessarily overnight, but I think what you said is so important. Understanding how the other person communicates. Now, I think when you're in an argument, I don't care about how you communicate. I don't care. We don't care about how each other communicates. We're just gonna get it out, <laughs> and like that's just just how it is. But I feel like over time. Even in our argument or our differences, we've learned how to communicate differently. And there's times where we kind of mess up. So I would say, like, what would you think? What, what would you say that your communication style is? So I'm I'm an avoider. I will avoid 
and I'll avoid and avoid and avoid until then I'm just kind of like, ah, and then I just kind of explode. So I'm, but I, I leave with avoidance. So what would you say? Yeah. And I think, I think for me, um, if we're going to talk about it, let's just talk about it. You're a chaser. Let's just, if yeah. I'm avoiding, it, he's chasing me. It, well, no, <laughs> if, if, if I know that it needs to be talked about to, to move the relationship for it. Now, I think there's things yeah. that I, I will avoid if, if it's to me, if it's not necessarily, you know, going to impact our unity or impact, you know, or it has a potential of actually pulling us apart. I might avoid those things or kind of delay when that happens to try to look for the right moment. I spend a lot of time in prayer. <laughs> like <laughs> Prayer is my best friend when I'm not sure I want to have a conversation. And um, so why don't you give an example? Like with something like. Like, give me an example of what you mean. Like, I don't like to talk about money. Like, I, I just oh, flat out. Oh, man. I, I hate, I just hate it because I do feel like money is one of those topics that separates people, that separates couples. And, um, you know, so full disclaimer, if this is your first time listening, I'm a pastor. So, um, you know, sometimes, you know, what we, the way we share, you know, we're Christians, we, we share from a biblical perspective. And so I'm going to give you one of those moments right now uh, as a, you know, as a Christian, you know, one of the things that the Bible says is that you you can't serve two masters. You know, mm -hmm. either you're gonna you know you're gonna you're gonna love the one and hate the other. And the context in which Jesus was saying that, he was saying it in regards to money. You mm -hmm. know, and so I hate talking about money for that reason because I think um, I've spent many years serving money and not God. And uh, having overcome that, you know, I have some I have some some you know PTSD as it relates to finances and. And things of that nature, um, you know, it's become a sore spot for me. Mm. And I've also, through the midst of all that, through having some amazing financial breakthroughs in my life and having some amazing financial setbacks in my life, I've also learned to trust God through it all. And so I'm comfortable knowing that, oh, we, we're going to be straight <laughs> no matter what happens. And so that kind of, you know, but, but my experiences with money and just what I've seen it do to people and what I've seen it do to couples, um, it really has, gives me a lot of caution when it comes into our relationship. It's interesting that you say that because that actually frustrates me. I know. <laughs> that part of like you doing that is, um, as far as our communication, I know like certain things like so far in our finances you you'd like to avoid that for me in our finances i want to get ahead of it i want to understand i want to i want to plan i want to game plan i want you to be like the quarterback and be like all right so here's what we're gonna do here's the plan go break and sometimes we get in the huddle and you just like mm. oh yeah we're good don't worry about that you know and i'm like okay and so my my uh, my tendency to want avoid conflict because I know it's a sore spot for you in some ways. So I'll like suck it up and then I'll just won't say nothing. But I'm thinking about it and I'm mulling over it and I'm just like, <sighs> and I'm getting anxious. But I'm not gonna say anything because I don't want I don't want there to be like a thing. Until then, me avoiding it starts to grow anxiety and then I explode. And then so we'll be having a conversation about something else and we can have an argument about something else. And here it comes. You never want to talk about the money. And, then, and you're like, what? You know, where did, where did, like, that, come where did that come from? 
And I'm like, I've said it. And you're like, no, you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> it's always, I said it, and no, you didn't. Fred, so, famous first words. So, I've talked about this. I've, I've mentioned it. You know, it's just like, I'm just exploding it. I'm like, and no, so this forth. is the first time. <laughs> Never happened. So, uh, so, like, how, so how would you say that impacted us during COVID? Well, I think, th- you know, just over the last, <laughs> that's funny, over the last few months, um, I think, you know, COVID has actually, we've actually experienced, um, you know, moving forward financially mm-hmm. a lot in COVID. And so um, it's been for me like, oh, we're going to talk about this right now, you know. Um, and, you know, but that it doesn't doesn't change the fact that, you know, what's happening in the world is happening and it's still impacting us. And so there's still um, anxiety around it. Uh, for you and for me, yeah. you know, I just don't. I just choose to 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 place my anxiety in in in, in, in a in a prayerful place, which mm-hmm. kind of helps me not worry. You know, it helps you, but it doesn't necessarily help me. Right, exactly. And so <laughs> I think I think the breakthrough we just experienced tonight, like right before we recorded this, is just you sharing that you're having anxiety in that area mm-hmm. as part of another conversation, but me hearing it and taking the bait. You know. And not the bait. Like sometimes you take the bait, the wrong bait. Like oh yeah, I'm about to say like, wait, I thought you, we had a good conversation. <laughs> sometimes you take the bait and you kind of leave, you know, you know it's going to end up in an argument. But this was one of those things where she wasn't trying to talk about this particular topic, finances. But I, I clearly saw that this was something that she was getting off her chest and she was kind of sharing. And I took the opportunity and say, hey, like, let me speak to that mm. right now because you're not trying to speak to it. You know, I think, you know, I can be, I can, I can communicate in an effective way right now. Uh, and we had a conversation and I think it went great. It went very well. It's probably the first time we ever talked about finances where it's just like, this is awesome. I was like, all right. I think. I, I think- was able to hear your heart more. And I think, I think, I think communication is best when each person on the receiving end of the communication is not listening just to the words and intellectually listening, mm-hmm. but especially for men. And men, listen up. This is a this is a jewel. Uh, you know, sometimes we drop jewels, jewels, and you know, sometimes you know we we drop a lot, and it's hard to kind of pick them up. But I'm going to tell you it's a jewel before I drop it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we have to learn to listen to the woman's heart, mm-hmm. right? We get so caught up in the words, and you know, it turns into arguing. Yeah. You know, and, and, you know, pandemic, but just relationship survival in general is you're not going to avoid argumentation, like arguing conflict. That's a part of relationship. You Absolutely. can't avoid it. It just happens. It, it's it's a part of growing. You can't even grow in communication without conflict. And conflict is what helps you to grow in communication. I think it's how you choose to respond, how you choose to reflect on how you responded. And then how do you choose to shift the next time? And I think the worst thing you can do in communication is just kind of keep trying to do the same thing that isn't working. But I feel as as men is is what I've learned to do is I've and I'm, I won't say I've learned like that's ED, today. Let's talk about right now. Ed on the end of learn <laughs> is learned is I'm not. Learning. It's like the wrong thing for me to say right now because it's so such so untrue. Mm. But what I am learning, I'm gonna put an ing because it's an ongoing thing. I'm learning that if I can hear your heart, mm. I can respond to your heart. Ooh, that's so sexy, Laban. <laughs> Can I say that? Ooh. Yeah, I mean, we're cute. married. Like, <laughs> hey! I, but I'm, I like I'm that. learning that. That just, that just gave but me a moment tinkly. <laughs> yeah. 
Here's where it goes bad. Because I listen to the words that are coming and I tried to have a logical conversation with you. Mm. It never goes well. Wait a minute, are you saying I'm not logical? I'm saying that (laughs) when you're communicating things that are tense, and I'm going to dance on ice shells as I say this. No, uh, eggshells. Eggshells. Don't do it because we're, we're trying to be... I'm, I'm, I'm going to hear your heart of what you're saying. <laughs> I'm trying not to take offense. When, when, when you're communicating something <laughs> that is difficult to communicate yes. or, we're, or when we're in the middle of conflict, your brain isn't working. What? <laughs> 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 I thought it was just like, let me just oh step on this. You know what I'm saying? But it's, like, it's almost like your brain shuts off. It does, it's not that it's shutting off, but... The, the deeper we get into an argument, the more you're speaking from your heart and not from your head. So is it that your brain shuts off? No, no, no. My <laughs> brain is fully engaged. <laughs> I am literally trying to show you how what you're saying doesn't make sense. Like, and I'm like, I don't need you to do that. Hear what I'm saying. I, I know it makes sense. So try to make it make sense. And so what, what I'm learning that you're saying is you're not saying hear what I'm saying. You're saying hear the heart of what I'm saying. And you know something? It's very interesting because... I'm happy that you're sharing that because for me, I had, I had a, I don't know if this works for you, but I had a similar uh, moment, right? Because for me, I'm like, okay, I know this is a difficult conversation for my husband and I could easily go in and be like, well, he needs to hear this. This is important because this is what I need, right? Well, some women are probably thinking, well, he's the man. And so, yeah, you know, and, so, and, and then we, we have, we have all these expectations. We got a whole episode on expectations. I was just about to say that, but you just like, you, you're going like, to say what? About expectations. Oh, go ahead. Jump in. See, right? right there. I can we talk about it, but I feel like that's it for me, right? Um, letting go in that moment, letting go of what I think you should know or what you should be doing. And I think I've learned from probably the beginning of our marriage is that, you know, somebody once asked me, like, what do you do about unmet expectations in your marriage? And I said, that's easy. Don't have any. Like, don't have any expect. Like, just let it go. Like, there's some, there's there's the non-tangibles, of course, and your expectations. But anything that's unspoken is irrelevant to my husband. If I don't, sometimes I want to walk around and be like, oh, he should know this. And I'm like, no, he don't. <laughs> and for years, I'd want to keep that in mind like he's we've been married for these years now he should know me he should know these things and as i always run into that i always stick my foot in my mouth because i'm like he doesn't know my husband does not if i send him to the store he does not know what like if i don't say it that the, i want this kind of cheese always be bread egg, and water <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? like if i don't, I don't know specific, i don't know the i don't know the basic list unless and, you communicate yeah. like hey every time i send you to the store no matter what i tell you to get always also bring you know i'm not saying that's what happens for us but i think for some people it's like you should know what to get from the store. But it's I like, think no, what, tell me what to get from I the store. I think what happens is we tie, well, not we, I don't know about other women, but for me, I tend to tie in how much you're paying attention to the things that I want to your love for me. And they have nothing to do with one another. Mm. So for me, I'm like, well, I think they do have something. Well, well, not, not, not something like that, right? So for me, I can easily be like, you know, he doesn't pay attention because for me, I'm, for me, I pay attention to a lot of things about you. Like I study you, I know you, I know your ins and outs. You know what I'm saying? I know how you tick. I know, you know what I'm saying? I can pay attention to, and I think women essentially really know their men. And you know what I'm saying? They, they're paying attention to all these things. And I think that comes out of um, our, our, how God has made us to, to help. You know what I'm saying? Like we're, ve- we're very detail oriented. And so for me, I'm like, well, I'm doing, I'm paying attention to all these things about him. 
why isn't he doing that for me? So if I go to the store and if I send you to the store for, for something for me and you bring me back something, I'll be like, he should know me. He should know I don't eat this. But I'm like, sometimes you do, sometimes you don't. Because I'll go to the store for something. I'm like, he'll like this. He won't like this thing. This And I know, you know what I'm saying? So sometimes we, I would assume that I would equate you knowing certain things or paying attention to all these details of stuff is equating to you loving me and it's not necessarily the not necessarily that so i think when we were just having this conversation before before the um before this episode i i knew that how you feel about finances and i knew that i've been avoiding it but i know that you know it's something that i need to talk about so for the first time i was just like i understand how you feel about it and i get it but this is what i need from you and I can specify specifically what I need from you to do. And it's just like, for me, I'm just like, just, just, if you're confident, I just need reassurance. Like, just tell me, baby, it's going to be okay. Don't worry about it. Like, you know, we're praying about it, you know, and just, I just need some reassurances sometimes. And, you know what I'm saying? And that's all I need as far as this conversation goes. And that's all I need. And I was able to just say that I need you to just reassure me that we're going to be okay. And here's a jewel. You just dropped the jewel, but you didn't you didn't put it in the words. Like you what? you 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 illustrated it, right? And okay. I, I I I don't think people actually picked it up. Okay. So I'm gonna pick it up for them. All right. right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but we drop jewels. We gotta pick them up. Okay. Part of good communication is communicating what you need. Mm. What you need out of the communication. What you need out of the relationship. What you need, you know, and even if the person can't meet the needs, at least they know that's what the need is. And I think is uh, is better than saying, "Oh, you're not doing this, you're not doing that," because that that always yeah. gets me in trouble. When I lead, I'm like, "Clipping, you're not doing these things," and you feel criticized and like, "Wait, what about all these things I am doing?" Yeah. You feel unappreciated. It always turns into that. It does. It a hundred percent. If she starts by telling me all the things I'm not doing, oh man, that's the if that's the way she approaches the communication. It's going down. Then then instantly. <laughs> My logical mind. This is why I say the brain part, yeah. right? Because your heart is saying these are things that I need. But what I'm hearing, right? Because yeah. my brain is on, <laughs> completely on. I'm like, okay, well, it's an argument. I don't. We don't want to argue. So let me figure this out. Like that's mm. how that's how I think. Like, okay, let me figure this out. So I'm. You saying you're not doing these things, and I'm like, but I am but I doing am. these things. And so, you know, don't make me feel as if. I'm not like, doing anything. Yeah. And right? I'm, I'm almost like, where'd you get that from? I didn't say that. I'm talking specifically about this thing, you know, and how I, how I communicate that. Sometimes if I'm not communicating clearly in that way of what exactly is it like I need, I think that was the first time I said that. I need, this is what I need. And, and I, I was clear. I was like, I don't need you to say, you know, these, this is the plan. Cause I know that's not your strength necessarily. I just need, because you are you feel assured right now that we're going to be fine financially. I need you to just say the same things to me. Just be like, honey, we're going to be okay. And, and just, what it is that makes me, gives me that assurance. Yeah. And, you know, because I, like I don't know the future. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, I don't know the future. And, and, you know, we are in a pastoral world and we're starting a new church. So there, there's a whole lot of dynamics that just kind of really makes it, you know, on like there's a lot of you know things that aren't like clear yeah. 100% clear but like you know me being able to communicate to you the things that are clear mm. I think just helped you know us Absolutely. be on the same page and I think at the end of the day if you're going into a marriage and I'm about to drop boom here it comes <laughs> if you're going into <laughs> a marriage you know or going into a relationship 
the key thing that you're looking for to maintain mm. is not necessarily the love and the lust and the passion. That wears off. You know, that's all great. If you can, if you can keep <laughs> that going like 100% all the time, that's great. The thing that you want to maintain as often and as long and, and, and as, as possible, and if you want to try to keep that 100%, is the unity. Absolutely. You want to be on the same page. Because even when it's going yeah. bad, let's be on the same page. Like, hey, it's going bad. Yeah, baby, it's going bad. Yeah. Right? And that's good. Like, you know what I mean? Because you're on the same page. You're going through it together. And sometimes I think people get into, into relationships where they want to, um, they want everything to always be good. Mm. And that's that's just impossible because there's so many things in life. You just your your life wasn't all good before you got into a relationship, and maybe it is. Maybe you feel like it is, but trust me, uh, the way that God is going to build and strengthen your relationship is not just good times. Mm. It's gonna it's gonna be hardships. It's gonna be conflict. It's gonna be things that you aren't agreeing on. Uh, that you pressing in and, and trying to maintain and fight for the unity, yeah. even when things aren't like clear, even when things aren't sure, even when things aren't stable, that's what's going to really strengthen your relationship. So I think in through, even through COVID, one of the things we've been talking about is, wow, I think COVID has made us stronger. Absolutely. And, you know, communication has definitely been one of those areas we've grown in. Um, so I think another thing, okay, this mm. is kind of going to like surviving, a relationship survival guide, surviving a relationship, regardless if you're dating, regardless if you're, you know, uh, preparing to be married and regardless if you're already married, even if you're in a marriage that isn't going well. Mm. Right. I think if you start to implement these tools, this tool set of the, this relationship guy, I believe that that maybe your marriage might even turn around. And I think, you know, the, the one of the second things that we want to talk about, I think we kind of just also talked a little bit about, about expectations in that. Uh, but but a, that's a whole separate episode in itself. But yeah. number two, uh, beyond communication is quality time. Ooh. And I think that the deceptive part about COVID is because we're in quarantine and because we're we spend very little time outside of the house. We both work at home and work from home and the kids are at home doing remote learning. And we're always, 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 always home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, there's an illusion that because we're always together that we're spending time. And yes, we're spending time with each other, but no, it's not quality time. It's interesting that you say that because I think this was something we learned even before COVID. And I think this is something you, Laban, kind of took charge of as far as our relationship with quality time. Because I think even... Tell them. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Like, you could. I mean, I think you could talk about what the shift was for you, but I know I definitely noticed the shift because I think in our marriage previously, it'd be like, "Hey, Laban, you know, let's spend kind of time together. Let's go out and do stuff." And you'd always say, "Well, go ahead and plan it, right?" And that would frustrate me because for me, like, I wanted him to be invested in the time we spent together because it made me feel like desired as far as like, oh, well, I want to spend time with my husband. So I'm going to plan a date for us and I'm going to do all these things and not necessarily like feeling that he wanted to do those things. And it wasn't necessarily he didn't want to spend quality time with me, but I feel I felt like for me, you not participating in the lead, you know, what I'm saying in our dates or where we're going to go just having those conversations. I think if it, it left, it left me feeling one like wanted you know what i'm saying like okay well, i want to spend unwanted. quality unwanted 
and well, I was about to say wanting. Oh, one, okay, wanting. Gotcha. Um, and so for me, it's like, okay, for, for the longest, I'm like, okay, I'm going to plan it. I'm going to put it in a calendar. And I feel like I was leading it. And um, it frustrated me after some time because it just felt like it was something that only I cared about until I, I just stopped. I'm just like, whatever. I got to get into a space where I'm like, okay, whatever. It is what it is. And then I don't know how this happened for you, but something shifted with you. And then all of a sudden, just literally... My husband, he comes and he's like, oh, okay, so I want to, you know, implement it that we're going out where we're, we're having dates every week. I was like shocked. Like, wait, what? You know, where is it come from? And he was just on it, you know, and he just, it wasn't necessarily, he was planning the date. Like most of the time he would plan them, but it was just, he made sure it was a priority that like this was happening and he'd lead it like, oh, we have to, babe, we didn't spend time this week. Um, let's plan to do something. And I think even him saying that and like putting it on the forefront of his mind, then it was easy for me to plan like, oh, okay, so this is what we can do and so forth, as opposed to I'm the one that's leading, I'm the only one that was leading it. And so um, I think we fell back into that during COVID, that idea like, oh, we're married, we're together, we're here. So we're spending, we're spending time together. And because we sat on the couch, because and we sat the on the couch and watched the movie, and that is like, not quality. That's time. not it. Maybe every now and again, that's 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 good quality time. <laughs> but I think I think on a consistent basis, I think when you when we fe- well for us when we fell into that rhythm, that was our rhythm for, for COVID. Like yeah. we just pick a show, pick a movie. It was cool in the beginning. Yeah, and it was cool in the beginning. It's like, oh, this is awesome, you know. But after a while, it was like, okay, hold on, we're not even talking. Yeah, to we'd be on our phones. <laughs> It was just it sitting was just on the bad. couch together. But to your point, like what happened for me? Yeah, tell us what, what when, was the shift when you know that big shift was. It was the same thing, like you know, from the whole conversation about communication. Mm-hmm. I began to hear your heart. You weren't. It, 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 and I think for men, one of the big things is men hate when women nag, right? Where it's just like, oh my gosh, hey, you never do that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And and it just sounds like, but we are going out, and you know, I think I started to initially, I would feel like. But we still go out, you know, but her, the heart of what you were saying was you want to feel special. You want to feel wanted. You want to feel like I want to spend time with you. Yes. So the thing that makes the difference was if I take the initiative and say, hey, we're going. And it's funny because when you're dating, it's so easy to do. Oh, he was chasing me. You was chasing me. When <laughs> because we you're dating. trying to you're trying to catch, <laughs> you know, you, you, you know, it's a it's a it's a it's you know, we are, you know, in, in a way you're trying to solidify this thing and. You know, the goal is to woo, you know, mm-hmm. this woman. And, and so when you're dating, you know, I had to date where we went to Central Park. And, yes. You know, had the in canoe. Our boat. And we got married. <laughs> had None of ready. that. None you know? of that when we got married. That was over. That was done. <laughs> I remember, like, I think our year year one in, I remember asking you, like, hey, you know, like, are we going to do this stuff? And you were like, that's part of marriage. It just wears off after a while. And I just felt so gypped. I'm like, what? We're just getting started that's it but well, yeah, well, here's so the thing too <laughs> understand like i grew up in a household where my parents oh, yeah. rarely took dates yeah I, I don't ever remember them ever you know I, there, there were times where they would go out for dinner you know and it may just be the two of them or maybe go out to the store or whatever but just hey we're having a date night or a date brunch or whatever that it's was, funny because that's what you said to me. That was unheard of. No, but you were like, my parents have been married for years. And this is exactly what I was talking. He was like, yeah, he, he was like, that that wears off. My parents have been married for years and they don't go out. That's what you said to me. And I was just like, dang. So I just have to live your parents' life? That's it? And I just remember feeling so sad and disappointed. Like, this is my life now. That's yeah, that's it. A, man, that sounds like a sad <laughs> 
<laughs> now that I think about it, I'm like, whoa, what was I thinking? You know? I think we're but, like, but it's funny. Too. It, and like, the thing oh. that we don't realize, and our parents don't realize, maybe, is that in spite of what you say, what you do has power for your children. And so, you know, a lot of us approach relationships mm-hmm. based on what we saw, not necessarily what somebody told us, but what we observed. And we might not even realize that that the way that we're living out life mm. is in a h- unhealthy ways. And it's because of what we absorbed, what right? We they, they say a lot either. more is, 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 is caught than taught, meaning you catch more of life than somebody teaches you life. Catching it, meaning you just, you're just around in the surroundings and you, it just becomes a part of who you are. It, it mm. becomes part of your nature to do or approach life in a certain way without even thinking about it. And I had this idea in my head based on what I caught from my parents that no, like when you get married, like, you know, it ain't all that, you know, this dating stuff and da 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 da. So where'd you get the idea from to show that? Here's it just the, happened. The, like, the thing that changed is I think it works, yeah. Well, one, I started I started hearing <laughs> your heart. I started hearing your heart and, and you you can constantly saying this. I got frustrated with always arguing about it. <laughs> and so I, I think just just I be, I mean, I believe it's just literally like through like my relationship with God and just pray like you know after I was a while about I start it, yeah. praying like God like what am I doing wrong you know because if she just keeps arguing I'm like I don't get it I go to God I'm like God I don't get it like what am I doing wrong and can you I think, imagine I prayed to God about dates like Lord help my husband <laughs> to just to, I, I wrote it down in journals I'm praying all the time like God listen, please and, and listen okay I don't, I, don't care, I don't care what your spiritual background is okay so if you if, you, if you're not into to Christianity and church like that it's fine. Just just kind of listen to this, and maybe 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 there's something you can probably grab from this. But if you are definitely tuning right now, right, mm. um, lean forward and just kind of just pause it. Whatever else you're doing, because <laughs> I gotta say this: <laughs> relationships are one here. Yeah. I was saying I got tired of charity, fush, you know, being you know nagging me about this thing. Hey, Say that's what it was. That's, no. I'm just, I'm being raw. I'm being not. honest. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got frustrated with what I felt was nagging and I took it to God in prayer. She got frustrated with c- communicating it to me and me not getting it. And she took it to God in prayer. And the sense of hopelessness. Cause I'm like, Lord, this can't be it. This can't, this is, this and, can't be and, right. and so I, I attribute, cause even when you say like, what changed? Okay. Yeah. One, I started hearing your heart, but I think it was, through my prayer time, just saying, God, I don't get it. Him say, okay, well, here, let me show you. Ooh. And just kind of... Points for Jesus. Moving <laughs> moving me and positioning me. And and maybe even, I think, during that time of our life, or of our relationship, you know, I think maybe there are other things that I might have just kind of heard in passing where, you know, maybe there's other couples who were just talking about, you know, how they do... They, just mm. however that happened, yeah. it happened. Wow. And it was like, oh, I get, like, oh, I get what she's saying. So now our our kids, when they have relationships, they're going to go out a lot because our kids are always like, where are you going? We're going on a date. Again. Another date. Again. And our little one, he's four. He just starts bawling. He like, starts no. crying. No. He's so jealous. It's like, bro, we're going to be back. <laughs> we're going to be right back. We're going to be right back. So, so during, so I think that. And our dates, our dates right now, you know, very especially in, in, in COVID, like we can't go out to a restaurant. We can't go out to the movies. We can't, like, there's very little that we can do. But we do the little that we can, you know, and so we just go. We walk three go long walks. blocks to the to the coffee, to the coffee shop, and back, and that's our date, you know. But it gives us a chance to hold hands. Yeah. It gives us a chance to to, to walk excited. slowly together. You know, like today we went out, and you were like, "You're walking too fast, babe." <laughs> you 
<laughs> yeah, I'm like, you just rushing where we go. You know, I was just like, let's go. You know, and you're like, oh, slow down. <laughs> this is our date. <laughs> but you know something? I think, um, I think it, it is. I don't know how to encourage, um, you know, men to to try to take the lead in this because I feel like it's low lying fruit. And I would say we're going on 12 years. Like my my husband still makes me blush. I still think he's the most sexiest thing in the world. Like I I love me some Laban, you know, and um, I'm glad that you do. I do. Like I'm blushing right now. I'm like, hey, you know. So like I like our our passion for each other. I think reignited um even more with you starting to you know take the lead on that um a little bit. And it, it's not necessarily to say like you're like pulling out the red carpet. You know what I'm saying? It it it, it doesn't have to be that extravagant. I think just. You being mindful and being intentional, intentional about it and saying like, no, babe. Even when I'm like, no, if I'm like, no, no, but, no. But here's the thing. Everybody's different. Yeah. So I don't want you to give men the impression that what works for you is no. going to work for their No, I just, all mate. I'm saying is just be in Hear whatever way, <laughs> in whatever way you can be intentional about what is it that she's saying and make it a priority. Yeah. And I think you making that a priority for for me, um, made made a huge difference, and I, I think it, it it reignited something that was dying because I think there was a lull for for a couple of years. Like we still have a spark once in a while, but I feel like um, we're not dipping. You know, I think that the lull is a little higher. It's not like this low lull. It's just kind of like an even now, and then it's like ooh, we're gonna you know. And so I think we have more high highs than low lows. Um, you know, and I'm excited. I'm like, ooh, okay, so can't wait for our. And it doesn't have to be complicated. Well, for for charity, it doesn't have to be complicated. It's not. I'm not a. So sorry, Your guys. Woman might be a little different. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I I'm we, I'm just like you can walk me down the street, hold my hand, and I'm just like ah, give me some coffee. I'm I'm a simple I'm a simple person. I'm very simple. I'm easy to please. My husband got me video games for Christmas, and I was so excited. I cried. You know, so <laughs> so a trip to GameStop will do it for me. You know, so <laughs> sorry. No, but, but but I, I, but I know you. But you know me. So. You know what I'm saying? So I can go shop for Christmas and, you know, I, I know you. Yep. And, you know, you know, so know, 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 your, know your partner. Know who you're dealing with and understand, like, hear their heart. And I think it took some trial and error. It's a lot yeah. of trial and error. And I think, Absolutely. you know, but I think one of the things you communicated to me very early on is, you know, how you liked your birthdays big. Oh, yeah. And so I always planned for that. And, you know, so just hear the heart. <laughs> hear what, hear what. And if you don't know. It, asking's not a bad thing either. That's true. If you're hearing this episode right now, you're like, man, I mean, I've been in this relationship and something's not going right, you know, and, you know, I keep, a lot of guys are probably in that point right now where they're like, yeah, she keeps talking about quality time. And I, you know, like I keep trying and, and it's not making sense because I think I'm doing it because I always thought I was doing it and it just wasn't pleasing you or mm. you were, it wasn't satisfying. It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't satisfying you. And what I realized was, I had to really figure it out like what it is that 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 you know like what it is that satisfies you like yeah. what is it that you want and you know and just kind of us having that conversation it was uncomfortable and it, it, it it's a hurt to my pride because my pride says don't ask you know like don't be weak like that you know figure it out really oh yeah oh yeah the pride kicks in like dude like you know like you're stooping low if you ask and that's so untrue. Like, if you want your relationship to work, you know, part of it working is each person being able to accept the other person, you know, where they are, as they are. Mm. And um, and I think for... I meet think, them where they are. Yeah. I think my, 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 my advice 
you know with also for for women to just communicate it you know i think like when we first got married um valentine's day was always like a disaster every valentine's day for the first couple then finally i was like laven this is what i want and that was it i said and then he but every year every year my husband knows that i want chocolate covered strawberries that's it I just want chocolate covered strawberries. You ain't got to take me. I don't got to go nowhere. I just want chocolate covered strawberries. So every year, my husband gets me chocolate covered strawberries. So much so that one year you had them delivered to where I was working and they did not come. I was so sad all day. Like I was looking at all these other women with their their things and their beers and their extra stuff. And I'm like, I communicated like every year. How could he miss it? And then when I told you, you were like, wait a minute, you didn't get you didn't get it. And you had sent it for me and somebody else had to, and I went to, I was searching. I finally found it. I'm like, I knew my husband got me chocolate covered strawberries. So much so like now he'll make them. He figured out how to make the recipe and he makes them for me. And I just communicate what I want rather than saying, well, I want him to figure it out because it's going to make me feel something. I, I think it's easier for me to get the win and be like, yes, my husband thought about it. He knows what I want. He just, you know. And then after that, there's some things that you just know now. Like, yeah, I think it's easy to get caught in this trap of thinking that it has to be a guessing game. And yeah, he has it doesn't to, have He to. has to figure just it out or, or else he's not romantic. And listen, just understand everybody's experiences are different. Yeah. And like, don't make your guy or your woman lose points because they... Can't meet your don't make your guy because I I don't think men are like counting points like in this kind of a way at least. But don't don't like don't let him lose points because he hasn't figured it out. Just tell him what Just it tell is. Tell him. Just tell him what it is. You'll you'll be you feel up. loved. You're, you're gonna <laughs> and when you when that thing happens, you're gonna feel you're gonna feel good. You're gonna feel good that he remembered. You're gonna feel good that it's happening. Yeah. And you know that's part of growing in the relationship. Don't get caught into this. Oh well, I had to tell him, and so now it's not as special. That's a yeah, lie. That's a lie. Don't that's do a, it to that's a complete lie. That's an expectation. He's, Let he, go. He's not a genie <laughs> in a bottle. Like you know what I mean. He's he's I not learned, a mind reader. I've really learned like. My husband does not know, but I don't communicate. I learned that real quick. Not to play that game. Because yeah. I sit there and be like, I want him to figure out. I leave hints and all the stuff. It never worked. But what worked is when I said it, when I communicated. <laughs> it works 100% of the time. It works 100% of the time. time. So I let go of that. Oh, he should just know. You know, like we we think differently. And so I had to just be okay with this is just how he, you know, he's just different than I am. And that's okay. And, and then so, there'll be some things during the course of your relationship that you'll discover. Oh yeah, there's things I've discovered about you. Yeah, he's like I, he pleasantly surprises me. So I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like he surprises me. So you know, but it's easy to be surprised when I have when you let go of what you think he should be doing. Yeah. You know? So so you know we always talk about red flag, yellow flag, green that's flag. Not, like if you're flag. in a dating phase <laughs> or you're looking and all that, like understand like hey if if if, if the things you're hoping to happen aren't happening doesn't necessarily mean that that's a red flag or anything like I, I, i'm just wondering how many relationships have not worked out because of this thing right here yeah. because of you know not communicating how you want quality time to be spent or unmet expectations or unmet, yeah, i mean listen like it, it, it's it, not worth it if you hey, listen if you're if you're out there and you're you know you've been in a relationship and this is the reason why i end it and nothing else you might want to can reconsider <laughs> you might want to go back and go be back like to that hey, person listen you know what i you know I, I know that you know i ended things because of you know <laughs> but i just i just you know i was listening to this podcast love in the middle you know put them on a game it's not that serious and just let them know like hey i just realized that i was being a little petty i should have just told you yeah 
you mind if I just tell you now and we just try it again? Yeah, let's try like, it. Like, listen, go go work it out. You'll go, feel better. We're all about seeing people <laughs> get get in, get, you know, get go from dating to, to becoming married, to becoming happily married and, and having sustainable marriages. Like, yes. that's what we want to see you happen. If you're not there right now and, you know, maybe, maybe you haven't been in a relationship for a while and you're just listening just because you want to just soak it in and because you're hoping that one day this thing happens. Uh, we, our goal is just to give you the tools that have worked for us, you know, expose things that are that are that that culture says are true that aren't true you know because they don't necessarily work the way you want them to we just, we just see so many people not having successful relationships and wanting so badly to be in successful relationships and it's kind of like you know you've been listening to the world you've been listening to too many watching, youtube videos you've been watching too many movies watching too many movies <laughs> watching too many reality shows like like it a lot of it just doesn't work that way yeah and you know you can't you can't learn how to have good healthy long sustainable relationship from people who don't have it like Mm. it's just can't you can't learn it that way and so we're so happy to kind of keep sharing um i think we have time for one more and let's get into so we talked about communication Mm -hmm. we talked about quality time yeah What, what would you say is the next thing um honestly i think common ground mm, common ground like that's, that's not, so that, we don't talk like that so what do you mean when you say common like ground? the things that really interest you the things that you guys are like you and i have in common that really like really unite us together and i was listening to something that them um I, I found this to be kind of true for us um like when we first got married it was like the passion and just really you know saying that passion for one another you don't need nothing else you when you first nothing. get married sometimes yeah it's just like it's like ah oh, you're just going out you're like that honeymoon phase or whatever but unfortunately that 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 honeymoon phase is a phase it, it, wears, it wears off, off. oh yeah and so you want that when it wears off you genuinely like the person that you're with <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like when all the bells and whistles kind of die down and then it's just you and that person, you want to genuinely like that person. And I find that having things in common for us really unites us uh, and kind of keeps us going. Like I I get so excited, you know, when you say, when my husband says, honey, I have an idea. Oh my gosh. Even after 12 years, I get so excited. Like, oh my gosh, what is your idea? Because like we thrive on that, like new ideas, trying new things. And I'm the kind of person, like I like to take an idea and try to help it to come to life. And so I'll come up with ideas of doing those things. And so like, I love that my husband is innovative and he's always coming up with new ideas and so forth. I love I loved it from the day you that too. we first met. Really? Listen, you're the same way. <laughs> <laughs> but you see, like that's, yeah, that's common, common for thing. us. Like yeah. we're sharing ideas. We're always sharing new ideas. And then like, you know, we're like, oh, that's not a good Oh, like, oh, maybe this and so forth. And like we really those things that we have in common really helped us to the next for the 12 years, you know. And even after that, we discovered new things that we liked about each other, things that we evolved in. And so I think and I think that kind of came from our first date, you know, from our yeah. first date. Oh, yeah. It was clear that aside from the fact that we were attracted to each other, that got us to our first date. When we sat down, we we talked for hours. We just yeah. had a lot in common. We really genuinely liked each other. And I just want to talk to you and talk to me. And so it's those things that carried us through the 12 years. And it's also those things that carried us through this pandemic, 
you know, just, you know, it's like, wow, like, you know, what are you working on? Okay, I want to help you with things that you're working on. Even this podcast, you know, like, my, you've been asking for years, for not years, like a couple of years now. About, I think, a, about a year. About a year, year or two. To, we should do a podcast. You know, it's like, now it's like, yeah, let's, let, why not? And we're just sitting now, we had ideas, we had, came up like 40 things. And then, you know, you're the kind of person like, all right, let's just start. Like, you're the starter. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's start it. And so for me, I'm like, oh, okay, now here we are. We're like six episodes in and so forth. So we're constantly coming up with new ideas, new things. We love to work together. And before we didn't work together that well before, but I think that was part of our communication. Yeah, absolutely. But once we learned how to communicate well with each other, like, I love working with my husband. You know, hey. like, I do. I love the, he comes up with new music ideas and different things. And you're very creative. Like, I'm getting excited just talking about it. Like, I genuinely like my husband, you know? <laughs> and I genuinely like you back. So I think I think the survival comes from the beginning. You want to have commonality with someone. That's so important. And it beats out. Um, it will beat it will beat out the romance any day, you know? Like well, the it, romance. I think it adds to it the romance. It adds to the romance. Yeah. And I think in the those times where the romance is just like, oh, but if I hear you say I hear you say we have a good idea ooh what you, <laughs> it's just so exciting and so um, I think for us even during, now during the pandemic we've um, that quality time allowed us to talk more and create new ideas and support each other with our new ideas and so I think when you figure out how to when you learn to communicate you learn how our differences are actually each other's strengths as opposed to sometimes your differences could tear you apart where I learned that the things that I lack are some of the things that my husband is strong in. And before that used to frustrate me that I didn't have it. Like, oh, he's always, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, oh man, that's okay. <laughs> that used to Competition frustrate me. in the relationship. Competition in the relationship Oh, that's is an episode. Let me write real. that one down right now. <laughs> I'm not joking. I'm turning on a computer. Uh, yes. Comp I, don't, Competition I don't know if people talk in about the relationship. this. relationship. Oh my goodness. there was a time where my husband's strengths used to frustrate me. It would get me so upset, you know, and then he'd talk about it. Oh, you should try this. You should do that. And I get so annoyed, like, ah, you know, because for me, it's something that I lacked and I wanted to develop it my own. I'd be like, I don't need you to ideas and I'll, you know, I just want to exert this independence. You know what I'm saying? And I have learned to be to just say, I'm not good at that. Let me go ask my husband. Like, you know, and we even had a conversation today where uh, I'm working on something that an idea that I wanted to do. And I think a year ago. The advice you gave me, I wouldn't have taken it. I'd have been like, oh, I'm going to try it out anyway. And today I was like, you know what? You're right. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I was shocked. <laughs> I was shocked. Like, okay, I won't do it. You know, I, I, I've learned to trust your, your opinion and advice, your ideas. And even trust comes over time. Like trust is something that grows and strengthens our relationship. But it's also something that's very um, easy to break. So I think we're very... We're very cautious about that, but those common those common things um, we've learned to allow us to grow together and not tear us apart. So I think yeah, yeah it's and it's a tough thing because it's easy to get caught in that trap. That's a, there's a trap right there where oh, yeah. you know you can start to feel jealous, you know, and I think it's, for some people it's like oh he she makes more money than me, oh he she mm. further in their uh, career than me. Oh, he, she is able to get their business off the ground. I'm not. Oh, you're going to help me get up my business off the ground. All this stuff. And you oh, know, I don't need your becomes, help getting my oh, business off the ground. <laughs> it becomes a competition. But here, here's the jewel. 
if you make it to marriage day one instantly when you get married if her, you think about it this way if you think about it this way her strengths immediately become our strengths mm. and the more we can and, and my strengths immediately become our strengths and so you're stronger but then yeah. you also have you know uh, weaknesses work the same way too you mm. know and so uh, learning and knowing what the other person's strengths are and also then sh- figure out the things that you share in common yeah. and knowing what those strengths are and those and those commonalities will take you far. And I, I think it's so super important. I think some people oftentimes get into a dating relationship and, you know, there's an attraction there. And I think sometimes there's a feeling like, oh, but you kind of ignore that that those those things that you don't really have in common because of fear of you want to be alone, this is a decent person, maybe they'll work, and you kind of talk yourself into a relationship. I think that's like the worst thing to do. You know, if if aside from an attraction, if you really have nothing in common, like th- th- those common things is what's going to take you the distance. Yeah. And vice versa though too. Because yeah. I think people get into, they start dating and they ignore the things that they do have in common. Yeah. Oh, yes. And you know, because they're looking for these other things. Absolutely. And listen, like, you know, I, I think it's good to have a list of what you're looking for in a mate, but understand you are a flawed being and your list may not be what you actually need. And the thing that you actually need might be the thing that's right in front of you. And a lot of it is found in your common interest because it's, you know, I believe that when two people get married, they're married to bring something to the world together, together. that they that they they weren't able to necessarily do um, individually. And I think when you approach it like that and start looking and seeing, okay, wow, like how how is this? How am I completing her puzzle? Or how is she completing my puzzle? Mm. You know, or how do we interlock to create a puzzle? Absolutely. Um, I think that approach to it, you know, ranks higher than probably most of the stuff you have on your list. Absolutely. And I think some people kind of go into it like it's not necessarily to say that we don't have things that we do separately. Of course, like, you know, there's things that Laban does and that I'm like, oh, I'm not really into that. Or I do. He's like, oh, you know, but if he asks me a question, or he needs help with something. I'm absolutely there to 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 help and move those things forward. So I think this whole idea of, oh, I'm, I'm an individual and, you know, I am. But like even the things that we're working on, like whatever, like we're we're stronger together than we are are separated. So totally. I think that's super important. Super duper important. Okay, well we don't have time to get into these other two, so we're just gonna pause it and and, and move it on to a part two of Absolutely. relationship survival guide. I think this is just critically important. I hope y'all got these jewels that we've been dropping. Yeah. I, I think, think a- we should also talk about next when we talk next time things that didn't make it to the list, and some people be surprised. Because there's there's things that people things that people have on their their list that they feel like is super important in a mate, and we're like, yeah, yeah. you don't need that. that. You don't need that. You, you you'll be good. You'll, you'll, be you'll good survive without, without it. You'll be shocked. So yeah. I think when we talk about it ne- next time, we're gonna talk about the things that you don't need that you probably that the world would say is important. That we're like, yeah, twelve years that mm-hmm. wasn't. Yeah, you'll be you'll be fine without it. You, yeah, that yeah. wasn't okay. So I, I'm excited to add that to next time we talk. Absolutely, to. absolutely. Well, this has been a fun conversation with you, Charity. Hey. Hey. I'm excited. Like, let's spend quality I, listen, time together after this. Let's, hey, listen. So, on that note, 
This is Love in the Middle, where we talk about relationships, dating, marriage, and everything in between. I hope this has been a fun time for you. We are working on the website, but in the meantime, make sure that you subscribe to this podcast. Make sure that you share it with your friends. Uh, Go to our Instagram, God in Gotham is our Instagram. That's our little tag name, God in Gotham, G-O-T-H-A-M. That's our handle in Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter even. And just follow us. And we, throughout the week, we share little clips uh, that you can forward and tag us and tag your friends and and just kind of share it with your networks, people that you feel that need to hear this these jewels that we be dropping enough to make a chain. Like these six episodes, <laughs> you could have had you a nice chain by now. You're funny. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, no, but this is good. This is fun. This is so much fun. We love sharing with you guys. And leave a comment. Leave a comment. Uh, message us. Direct messages, and let us know what are some other things that you, you want to talk about. But comment and also tell us, you know, what are some of the things that you found has helped you survive in your relationships if you've been together for a while. And we would love to hear those things, too. So thank you for listening. I'm Laban. I'm Charity. And this is Love in the Middle. Hey, see y'all.